0: Hey, greetings, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Staredown, episode, I believe, 278. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio, joined by two regulars, Todd Meiniger in Cumming, Georgia, and Anthony Malafronte in Tampa, Florida. Our buddy, Bill Risser, is off on assignment in, I believe, ATX, right? Austin, Texas. That's doing right. some business, uh, changing the world, doing what he needs to do but I'm glad to chat sports with you guys. Todd, what's up, man? How are you?
1: Good, man. Um, Watched a good amount of sports this weekend. Um, Took the weekend off. I've never been big on the tennis elbow, the the ubiquitous tennis elbow, but man, it's it's a go. We're in between seasons, so I'm going to take maybe a a couple weeks off. That said, I did play pickleball on Sunday, so maybe I'm, I'm uh, misrepresenting a little bit, but, uh, I don't think that's as strenuous on the uh, elbow as tennis can be. Um, I think we talked pregame a little bit. Uh, my son is entering week six of 10 week boot camp. heard from him Sunday and, uh, it's the best he sound sounded. Um, not that he necessarily sounded horrible. The other, other ones, but, um, he just sounded really good. So hopefully for those, uh, those men and women, um, in Fort Sill, Oklahoma, they're, they're done tearing them down and hopefully they're in the build them up, uh, process of, of boot camp. Um, so yeah, always great to hear from him. And, um, again, watch a good amount of sports. Look forward to having a chat with you fellas
0: and Todd don't, don't sell the, I get a chance to talk to my dad part short, right? That's kind of cool too, that he gets a chance to talk to a, a, a voice that he knows, a voice that he loves. And that's kind of cool too.
1: No, uh, I, I, that's well said. And I and appreciate you saying that, uh, it, Puts it in a little different perspective for me, but this is a different kid uh, than he was five weeks ago. Uh, sure. Yeah. It's just amazing. Uh, yeah. I, I could go on and on, but certainly great to uh, hear from him. And uh, I think, as you say, he, he loves to hear from me and his mom and his stepdad and his sister for sure. So it's all, it's all good, man. Nice.
0: Anthony, you had a great weekend. You, uh, I believe, left Tampa on Thursday or Friday last week, and you just got back a couple hours ago uh you went up to work for a pretty cool thing for your 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 cousin chip why don't you tell us about it
2: yeah i flew up on thursday got back just, uh, just a couple hours ago landed around 4 30 here in tampa uh we had the first annual chip Maller Fronte memorial golf tournament remember the man support the boy and uh so i got to spend uh Four or five days with family. Uh got to spend a little time with some friends too. Hooked up with a few college buddies Friday night, which was a lot of fun. But uh the main reason for me up there was to uh uh get the tournament off and running. And we had a tremendous day yesterday at Race Brook Country Club. Uh played with two of my old golfing buddies, uh, from back in the day when we lived up in Connecticut, good friends of mine, and with John Paul. Uh, the the boy was our fourth. And uh we couldn't have had more fun. It was a, a great event. Sean uh, had a little bit of rain in the middle of it, but the weather was perfect, pretty much, except for like maybe two or three holes of a little bit of a drizzle. Uh, the course was beautiful. Race for Country Club, where uh, mom and dad were members forever, and uh, um, so there's a lot of reminiscing. And uh, um, we raised uh, a lot of money for. I, uh, saw, for, I saw, for saw the course. numbers.
0: Look uh, really impressive, dude. The the, the, the uh, Instagram story you shared of John Paul jumping over the hill
2: yes.
0: into the cart and it kind of cut off at the end, but you could hear you giggling and you could hear the guys in the other cart kind of giggling. Yeah. Um, my guess is John Paul didn't play a lot of the golf, but he just rode around with his, and to, to think that he's got lots. I mean, how many uncles and, and aunts does he have? And he chose to hang out with you for the four and a half hours.
2: Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. And you know, we, we had the Masters, uh, our second annual Masters, uh, uh Putt, putt. Putting, putting a miniature golf tournament and Jimmy and Smith and little Smith and I all were very invested in beating John Paul. We did not want to lose. And we did. Um, And then after that, he wanted to go to a driving range to hit some balls. So we went to, this was on Saturday. We went to a driving range and hit some balls and the clubs he had were kind of small. So Jimmy Veccarelli, my, my cousin's husband, is is an angel of a man if jimmy's listening buddy you know how much we love you uh you're not escaping and uh so we bought john paul a set of a set of golf clubs and the first five or six holes while we were playing he was a little embarrassed he hit the ceremonial first tee shot off the the 10th tee with everyone 144 golfers around him and he hit it down the fairway he didn't get it up in the air the way he would have liked um but over the course of the round, Sean, he, he's athletic. He's a very good baseball player. He's got very good hand-eye coordination. And it, when he started, his swing started off everything back on his, and he's lefty, back on his left leg. But once he got the idea of transitioning his weight to the front and getting his, arm, his, his right arm being a little bit straighter, he really started hitting the ball well. Uh, we used a couple of his shots. He's a terrific putter horrific putter. And the greens were probably rolling an 11 yesterday at RaceBook, And he reads the greens very well. He putts very well. We used uh, a bunch of his putts around the green. We used a bunch of his putts on the green. Um, so he got more and more into it when we got done as we were driving. And he drove the cart. The re- That little video was, go get my ball and I'll let you drive the rest of the holes. Uh, <laughs> So he came running over the hill. As a young
0: kid, remember how, how awesome it was to drive a golf oh, cart, right?
2: He was ex- so excited. And you know how a, an electric golf cart is too, right? When you hit the gas, it goes. And when you take your foot off the gas, it'll slow down. But he didn't have that yet. So he was slamming on the brakes and we were like, go we had we were laughing our tails off for a while. But he literally drove the cart the last 13 holes, maybe. Uh, but that was. That was the transition point. Right after that video, I got in the passenger seat and I rode the rest of the day and he drove. Um, but we must have used a dozen of his of his putts nice. over the course of the day. And we got done, right as we got down at the end of the 14th fairway, which leads back up to the, towards the clubhouse, we switched places so I could drive back up because you did not wanna get in trouble with anybody. right? And uh, he goes, can we go to the driver range right now? I said, yeah, we can go hit some more balls in the driver range. And he, he, cause he was just getting the hang of things. And so we ended up at the driving range for probably hit a couple of dozen balls. He just hit balls. I just was kind of there giving him a few pointers pointing out where his feet were going and so on and so forth. And then my brother, who's a very good golfer, Rick, you know, came over and was giving him a few pointers. And, and uh, so that, that part of it was a lot of fun. So the boy I, got a lot of attention. You know, he, he, he did um, reluctantly, uh, I, I, you know I, I said this to him so i'll say it to you guys and our listeners uh you know his dad passed away literally a year ago 4 days from now uh, august 14th and it was i don't i know he didn't expect it to be as big of an event it was it really he didn't he didn't picture in his mind right it what the event was going to be like yeah. right so it was a little bit overwhelming right uh but the outpouring of love and support for him for his dad the memories of his dad and, and, and for our family was, was certainly felt throughout the entire day and that made him feel pretty good. So it was all in all, it was a terrific, it was a terrific day. And, you know, my cousins and our little golf committee did a great job of putting it together. Uh, we raised a ton of money and it was, it was, it was good. It was real good.
0: So wh- while we're on the topic like really quick, just indulge me and Todd. Uh, you, you tell some great stories about your time in, Connecticut and family what's one funny story from the weekend that you either reminisced on or or that happened with your wow. either your buddies your family that you know because you got together with a lot of brothers and cousins and, and I did. anything you can share I the did
2: group? well I'll, I'm going to share you a quick one about John Paul that literally took place at the dinner we had a couple of live auctions and one of the live auctions was to go to Jim and Marie uh Jim and Mia's house in Cumming, Georgia uh, they have a nice house there. And they raffled off a weekend at Casa uh, Vecchio, right? Beccarelli, excuse me. And it went for quite a bit of money. And John Paul's sitting right next to me at dinner. And he goes, I can't believe these people are spending so much money to go to Jim and Maria, Jim and Mia's. I said, well, they are doing it for a good cause, buddy, for you. He goes, I could just ask and I can go. <laughs> I, I, and I said, I said, so can I, I said, and, but don't tell them, although they probably know it, they could probably just ask and go anyway. And then he looked at me and he said, well, that says a lot about what they think of dad and me. I said, yeah, they're willing to pay for something they could get for free uh, to support the boy you, uh, which was pretty cool. No. And, you know, the time with the time with my buddies, uh, you know, Gene and Bobby K and, uh, Johnny bubblehead. Uh, we, it was, we just, that was just really reminiscent how college was like, uh, animal house for us. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was just a lot of, a lot of good stories about stuff that we did back in the day, uh, while we were all at Southern and, uh, um, it was just nice. It was nice catching up with those guys.
0: Uh, I think so- Todd, Todd experienced it in the last year and a half, uh, you know, and, and you, I gotta think chip's pretty proud of what
2: happened, you know, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, there's no question. Uh, you know, and it, it's interesting. I mean, he was a man of few words. He really was. He didn't say much, but his writing spoke for him. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I've, I've shared with you some of his, his the excerpts from, from his Sunday gravy column. Yeah. And we, we put excerpts from Sunday gravy in the program, uh, hmm. little stories of the boy throughout the program and people, enjoyed that and reminisced about it. So he's, in many ways, Chip spoke to us yesterday and is still speaking to us today, yeah, it, was right? not, it was
0: neat to see the newspaper that he worked for kind of covered the event too, that was, yeah. that was, that was, that was yeah.
2: cool. Yeah, it was, it, all in all, it was it was a very, it was a, a great, great opportunity to, like I said, spend some time with family and friends and remember a good man and, and raise a little money for the boy. That's and, awesome.
0: So Todd talked about the boy, you talked about the boy, I went out to Oklahoma city this weekend, guys, and picked up the boy, my son, Ryan uh, flew out on Wednesday morning to uh, Oklahoma city. You probably saw the story that I posted on Facebook about the boy that I sat next to Josiah, uh, the little young man. And that turned out to be, uh, I don't want to say it went viral, but it it, it got some really nice love and and comments on social. Um, Then I had a great afternoon with Ryan. We played his course there at Oklahoma city golf and country club. Uh, Now, you know, you asked me how the weather was. It was, unseasonably not cool but it just wasn't hot uh we teed off at like 350 played behind a group of other pros and who had started on the back nine so their their match finished on like eight so then we had kind of the whole course to ourselves and just had a great afternoon ryan was laughing and kind of was very proud of showing off the course he worked at all summer we went out to a nice dinner that night down in oklahoma city downtown uh started driving home on Thursday after a shift, stopped at Southern Hills, the home of the PGA Championship next year, where one of Ryan's mentors and, and guys that just graduated from Mississippi State is now an assistant pro. Uh, so we got to just peek at that course. It was, they were in a rain delay, members were all in the pro shops. It was kind of a, a, a weird time to stop there, but man, what a just, now, you know, when you walk on a big boy course and yeah. you can just like everything about it, we walked through history hall, as they call it, where you saw all the trophies and the pictures and you know, Tiger Woods, won that, won his PGA there, just awesome, and then a uh, long drive home on Friday, but uh, uh, we leave on, you know, Thursday to take him back for his sophomore year of college, move him into, moving into, into campus on, or into his apartment off campus on, uh, in Mississippi State, so super excited, but let's, let's talk a little sports, guys, glad to have you on, once again, Bill's out um, on business, so we're, we're recording the show without him, um, let's start with baseball. Mal, you, you leave from Tampa. Your guys are tied for first. You come back. They're four games up. Uh, Tampa Bay, four games up. Chicago White Sox, 10 and a half up. Houston, two up. Uh, over on the senior circuit, Todd, your your boys are right there. Philadelphia, two up over the, Brew Crew, or over the Braves. Yep. Uh, Brew Crews, six up. And Giants, four up. Um, Mal, Tampa Bay, Playing good, Boston and a little skid. I mean, Yankees got hot there for a second, then kind of backed off and, and lost
2: four close ones. Um, what do you think of of what Tampa Bay's doing? You know, they, they made a bunch of trades, starting with William Adamas, and then they traded a pitcher and and it seems like their analytics make sense, right? they they put a they put a, a team on the a, a team on the field that plays like a team um they're 8 and 2 in their last 10 games their run differential i think is third in the American League they're plus 121 and their their team batting average is ridiculously low it's not very high i believe it's in the 240s uh for a team batting average so they they do it with defense they do it by manufacturing runs they they are they're fun to watch, boy. They really are fun to watch. And uh, uh, they get pitching performances like nobody's business. Kevin Cash is, and his and his staff are amazing at at finding the right pitcher and putting them in the game at the right time.
0: Todd, jump over to the senior circuit. Uh, Braves not out of it. They just got to they got to find a way to somehow you know kind of get on a little heater here. Go on like 3 out of 4, 4 out of 5.
1: Well, being two games back, uh, that's exactly what they did. They, uh, the last two series, they they swept and won two out of three. Um, they were very active in the trade deadline and they added a lot of uh, a lot of pieces. Um, Adam Duvall's back. Um, he was great with the Braves. He was a player yeah. with the Marlins, um, and and just you know a couple of the guys. Uh, Jock Peterson, he's filling in. I mean, this team who lost Ronald Acuna Jr. You know, arguably the most dynamic player in, in the National League. Um, we all know what happened to Azunia. Um, they lost some huge pieces, and for them to be two out, um, kind of getting on a roll is, is fun to watch. And <clears throat> uh, Huskar Enoa is coming back. Uh, he was a starter. They'll probably put him in the pen. Um, Ian Anderson's coming back. He'll add depth to that starting rotation. And Travis Darneau, uh their starting catcher, is coming back. So – not via trade just via coming off injury they got three big pieces coming this way so um as you indicated i think it was last week before wild card's a long shot so they got to take care of it in the uh in the east the mets are skidding the phillies are hot so uh let's see what happens between the phillies and the Braves. it's, it's fun to watch
0: yeah it's go ahead now
2: Odd. I've been I've been out of it a little bit because I've been away, but I did hear on the radio, I think it was like Saturday, that Freeman, my favorite baseball player, yep. just I mean, the guy's awesome. Yep. Uh left the game on Saturday with some some upper respiratory thing. What do you know if he's okay?
1: Yeah, so he left early Saturday. I'm talking like second, third, inning. I, yeah, I, I did a shift Austin Riley over to first. Um, bring in, uh, I think it's Hetch of Area, um, kind of the utility infield guy. Um, it was an upper respiratory infection. Um, it's well-known last year, Freddie got whipped by COVID. I mean, he, he is well-known to say that he was talking to the man upstairs making deals because he thought, he thought he was going to see him, right? And uh, he obviously came back, was the MVP last year. So everyone's immediate thought was, man, it's a breakthrough case. Um, luckily on Sunday, he pinch hit in the seventh or eighth inning. I believe he got a base knock, and he's starting tonight against the reds very
2: okay, so good so yeah. it was it was
1: not sure what it was but it was a blip though so. but yeah I, I had the same thought i was like oh man Braves cannot afford to lose old freddie um for a couple of weeks so but luckily- yeah, I it
0: was It was kind of fun i was watching uh you know when i was in oklahoma city uh braves were playing the cardinals and yeah. obviously cardinals is kind of the central
1: america's yep. america's team for the yeah. midwest right yeah,
0: yeah. kind of like the braves are and so uh they were on espn and uh watched both of those games where the braves you know the whole season has been just trying to get one game above 500 i can't, I can't yep. believe that was the first time yep. they got one game they, they hadn't won a game in the that where they had a tie mm. or the lead in the eighth inning That mm. they yep. won. they either gave up the, the lead or they didn't win the game unbelievable stat. They end up winning. And then the next night they get four straight walks. I was, Mm -hmm. I was kind of texting during the game. uh, It was amazing. They're, they're currently two up right now. Um, and they're, they're just right there. Um, that entire division, they're the only team with a plus differential in runs. It's not even close. Philly minus five, New York Mets minus 18, Washington minus 39, Miami minus 23 Braves plus 65.
1: Yeah.
0: They just cannot get the, the runs when they need them right and so like you said maybe they're they're hitting a good stride right now because you know they they're going to need to do something they are i believe three games back on the
1: wild card so okay yep
0: yeah so Speaking
1: from the, the phillies good. again as i said they added some pieces um to the starting lineup and they got three two pitchers and a starting catcher coming back so things are they're they're going in the right direction the mets are going the wrong direction right now and the Phillies are red hot. So it's yeah, Phillies won eight in a rows. So that's not gonna yeah. last, right? And so Braves, well, the Braves you know, they they t- uh tied or broke a record, they had a 18 or 19 game scre- stretch where they did not win back-to-back games, right? They went,
0: yeah, one and one, one and one, one and one. So it's crazy, right? I mean that that never happens if you know, they can so. somehow get past that. A team that I've kind of latched on to that I've never really I've never really had a team in Cleveland or Cincinnati. I just kind of watch them both and but the Reds, man, they're a fun team to watch. Castellanos and Jonathan yep. India, who played for Votto's on fire.
1: Votto's on uh, fire.
0: You know, I, I watched – literally, I, I golfed on, on Sunday with my brother, Kevin and Shane, and uh, it was hot, <laughs> humid, and I just kind of came home and just had a headache and was just tired. So I literally sat on the couch at like 12.50. I was like, oh, the Reds, come on at one. I'll watch a little bit of the game. <laughs> I, guys, I haven't watched an entire MLB, MLB game where I didn't change the channel one time until this past Sunday in a long time. Really? It, yes. That's like awesome. where I didn't change the channel, flip around, nothing. I put the remote down. I watched it. Probably fell asleep maybe, you know, one or two innings, but it was, and they won. They swept the Pirates. It was Joe Morgan day. It was oh, really awesome. cool guys. Cause you guys know what a great player Joe Morgan was. I don't think a lot of the younger people do, but you know, they interviewed people throughout the game and Barry Larkin was on the call and Bob Costas <laughs> was in the stadium and his chicken wing, you know, and it was just, what a what a competitor that guy was! But
1: is he still he's is he still with us? Or he, he
0: died last me. year. He died. Yeah, up. he.
1: I loved. I, I was a little young on the young side to watch him play, but I loved his comment. I loved him in the booth. I thought he, yeah, was, yeah. he was fantastic. So he was, just he was mellow, really matter good. of fact, explain
0: himself well. He, he made, kind of uh, filled in behind behind Joe Garagiola. And, yeah, uh, I
1: thought I knew a lot about baseball, and then you hear guys like that, and you're like, wow, I'm I'm you know you're learning stuff. just nah, to- but
0: he was so soft spoken, yeah. and yep. one of his one of his daughters told a story of uh you know it was joe morgan day and so uh they were telling stories and he says yeah dad came to one of you know their son's games and he stood behind the the backstop and he came over and told the coach he says we should just pull the kids off the field this umpire doesn't know what he's talking about he's calling all the way you know and he wasn't a nice like,
1: guy when it was his son playing right yeah. it's like joe joe
0: that this is little league just you know, he's like, oh, this is, this is preposterous. You know, and it was so funny that's to hear funny. her tell the story. And the guy that was on, you know, uh, Fox Sports Cincinnati or whatever was just, he couldn't like stop laughing at this. His daughter was so animated about the story. And then when they went back to Barry Larkin, he's like, yeah, that's, that's exactly how Joe Morgan was, you know. And Joey Vado is kind of taken the, the, you know, the, the stance, you know, as the, as the you know, the, the player of the team to say like, yeah, Joe Morgan was the greatest red to ever play. He said no disrespect to the Hit King and, and Frank Robinson and, and Johnny Bench. And he, he's like, look, we had the greatest catcher to ever play the game. We yes. had probably one of the best shortstops to ever play the game in, in, in Barry Larkin. We, you know, but, but Joe Morgan was the guy that did things the right way. So it was, it was just a, a fun thing. Baseball seasons, you know, we're kind of in that stretch now where the trades have been made, the, bra- the Cubs have been decimated. I mean, the Cubs, yeah. you know, you, you could literally got to buy a program to know who the Cubs are these days. Um, and they are, uh, Cubs are 15 and a half games back right now. So,
1: hey, Sean, your, your Reds can win 12 in a row. Just let the Braves sweep them and then they can go on a tear. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> it's 2 2 right now, the top of the fifth.
0: All right. All right. Um, guys, let's talk. Oh, by the way, wild card right now, Oakland and Boston in the AL, LA and San Diego in the NL, which would be a nice playing game. The, uh, you know, yeah. No, NorCal, Sorocal. Um, Really quick, guys. NCAA came out today. Coaches poll. Guess who's number one? Alabama by a yep. wide margin. They get they get sixty, I believe sixty four of the sixty six votes. Um, Alabama. Here's here's a surprise, guys. Top four: Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, Ohio State.
1: Wow. You never hear those guys up top.
0: Yeah, I know. So four new teams at the top. <laughs> um, you know, Georgia, Georgia's fifth, Georgia's, Georgia's fifth. fifth. Um, Florida's 11th, right? Florida's 11th, Cincinnati 10.
1: Um,
0: yep. Yeah. So interesting that uh, quite a few SEC schools AM's 6th I believe. Um, yep. You know, it's, it's interesting. I, mean, I heard a lot of preseason. Florida won't finish in the top 25. Florida won't be ranked top 25. Florida's gonna be good. I think Emory Jones, Dan Mullins, one of the best, play
1: callers we'll talk more about that as we go
0: they say uh, jones
1: is a prototypical mullins quarterback so they're expecting a lot from him which kind yeah. of right? i think i think todd for, you
0: know it, it's going to boil down to is the offensive line going to grow up from last year yeah they've got a they've got a because if they can run block and pass block better than they did last year anything better is going to give yeah. us better chance we have seven guys in the running back stable um you know we got some great receivers jacob copeland probably gonna be the stud um and and our defense has to be better right um let's stick on the football side of things uh nfl preseason kicked off last week hall of fame game uh cowboys Steelers. yep 16 um, had some, six, like some big names elected into the pro football hall of fame peyton manning jimmy johnson
1: um you know kind it was of a, a double dip right because we didn't have one last year because of covid so it was uh, two classes came in right
0: Oh, yeah, I guess so, yeah. I didn't, I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, good. Um, and, and, Todd, in, in, so the preseason in, in pro starts on Saturday. Uh, you know, we, we had the, the Hall of Fame game, but preseason starts on Saturday. You know, expect most of the big stars. It pretty much has been announced. Rodgers isn't going to play any of preseason. Um, Brady will probably play a couple snaps. You know, you'll probably see a lot of Kyle Trask. Um, my guess is Mahomes won't play. You know, most of the big players won't play a lot in preseason. Um, But let's go the other football, Todd. And uh, let's put you on the spot here. One of the biggest players in all of football,
1: Mm -hmm. Lionel Messi,
0: goes to PSG, Paris Saint-Germain, in league number one. Don't know a thing about it. Tell me about league number one and why this move is so big.
1: Sorry, Sean. Um, This move is so big because arguably Messi is – one or 1A, one uh, the greatest soccer player of our generation, right? him and, and you could ar- argue Ronaldo um, for sure. But it's even...
0: And the he, guy from Argentina probably as well,
1: right? Yeah, he's an Argentine national. They just won... Um, no, but who's
0: the guy from Argentina that... Um, uh, our generation, meaning like the Oh, last Diego Maradona. Maradona, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, comparable, arguably even bigger, right? I don't think Maradona has as lengthy of a career... As Messi did, but this is a guy who came up through the Barcelona ranks, right? He played, in, you know, the 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 U17s, the U. Oh no, shit, really? And he was a. So that's what makes it even bigger. Oh, he's like a uh, he's
0: like a factory guy. He's like a Derek Jeter playing for the Yankees.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, for example, and you know, we could geek out because we like Sunderland until I die. Jordan Henderson, uh, Liverpool's captain, came from Suther- Sunderland, right? So all these guys, you know, come from somewhere, and it's rare that they you know, come up through the program and, and, and stay in. So something happened. Um, I don't know if it's his age and just said, Hey, I just want to do something different um, before I retire. I think he signed a two year contract with PSG.
0: He did. Yep. 37 million. Yep.
1: Yeah. Or I don't know if he just, you know, changes it, who knows, but what a great um, pickup for PSG. They're now uh, odds on favorite to win the champions league, um, uh, the European tournament, right? um Neymar their uh their star they played together him and Messi in Barcelona so they're they're being reunited um so yeah huge 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 move um Barcelona is gonna be a shell of itself and and maybe that was part of it maybe Messi didn't like uh where the team was going and wanted to you know and his league
0: one is different from the champions or different from the uh PS or the EPL right
1: so, yeah, I'm trying to think. Is it called La Liga? What is um, – L-I-G-U-E 1, League 1. But so yeah, obviously, it, it, being
0: in Paris, it's like going to New York City or going to Chicago or, you know, going to L.A., right?
1: Yeah, so League, League 1 is the, the French League. There's La Liga. Um, there's the Bundesliga, which is German. There's the Premier League, which is English. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. It's the French It's the French Premier League, if you will. So, the French
0: best of the best. Yeah, yeah
1: every – Every country has one, and that's what they have the Champions League for. It's the best of La Liga. It's the best of the Bundesliga. It's the best of Premier League.
0: makes sense. Ah, first,
1: first time I learned it. So now, yeah, now you know what, the importance of being the champions of Europe. Not only are you, you know, dominant in your league, but you can claim, you know, um, you know, I'm the champions. Of, we're the champions of Europe. So, yeah, big move for sure. Um, EPL starts on Saturday. Um, they're actually the first game's Friday, and then they have a full slate Saturday and Sunday.
0: So, so Chelsea I'm all in on Chelsea this year
1: so they signed I don't know if you watched much of the year 2020s but now Chelsea signed uh Lukaku from Belgium do you remember yes. him? um yeah they're big Fords. that's a huge acquisition um self uh, selfishly I don't like it because I think that's gonna hurt uh Pulisic's Christian Pulisic's playing right play. hopefully not um but Liverpool opens up with Norwich City Norwich City signed Josh Sargent who's a United States men's national team up-and-comer he was playing for Bremen Werner in the Bundesliga they got relegated uh when a team gets relegated they usually lose their stars so he found his way to Norwich so uh, a young up-and-coming player is going to be playing meaningful um soccer in England so that's that's good news for the national team
0: nice um should we should we go into a very quick little Ted Lasso minute uh ted lasso season three al you watched on the plane
1: don't I call did. him led. don't call him led tesso
2: that was so hysterical
1: yeah right? long was i out <laughs> that was good,
0: that I, was good. listen yep. you know that you and i have talked all, all of us have talked offline i i thought the first two episodes were a little forced, trying to get too many one-liners in there but the season three they settled into what we love about ted lasso the characters the the, the psychiatrist the, the the daughter of the goddaughter you know just yeah. some and then you know kind of elevating uh is it sammy The you know the guy yep. from yeah
2: nigeria yeah, yeah.
0: love elevating him up to where he's at and
1: jamie tarts back it's all good man.
0: i'm a big fan of hannah waddingham you know uh the the actress that plays uh the owner
2: um she, she's oh, gotten more and more likable over the course of Ugh. season one and now, isn't she? I mean, she's like a, almost a different person Yeah, and won over by Ted Lasso. Uh, yeah. And I, I tell don't you know what season, season three had nowhere to
1: go, but up after the first two minutes. And I, if you haven't watched it, I want to give it away, but I was just like, I can't believe episode three, I mean, uh, no season, I'm sorry. Season three, episode one, what happened in the first two minutes
2: with the, you know, yeah. The, now, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. I was like, what am I, I was, but it's been good since
2: then. And I don't know if you noticed at the very end of season three, I had to watch it again. Cause like, what the heck? He gave his boss the, the shortbreads and she's always loved them. And she puts it in her mouth and she spits, he, she spits it out. He made the shortbread without sugar. The next time through, I think anyway, we'll find out for the, the psychiatrist who doesn't eat anything with sugar.
0: Oh, oh th- yeah, but 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 she also go back and watch it. She spit it out when her friend talked about how good <sighs> Ted was in bed.
2: That's when she said I gotta watch, I gotta watch it again. But yeah. I, you may have I thought I, too much about it. Overthinking. Yeah, yeah, I, I, was definitely, I definitely overthought it, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he told, I mean, his story about the dog in, in, in the, the press second conference? episode Yes. was great. That was just a, that was a classic head lasso story. And, Dude, and, wait, and how, then, how
0: much would you love for Roy Kent to be like Terrell hat, Terrell, you know, just one of the, one of the guys like Brett Favre to come on and just start cussing on the TV show. Like you were a wanker coach, you know, like, Oh, so good.
2: So, that's great. Uh, fun. Right. It's, it's a terrific television show.
0: Hey, let's talk golf really quick guys. Um, did not see this one coming. Based on the leaderboard stack up with Bryson DeChambeau and Harris English up by a couple strokes, but Abraham Answer hangs on to win the WGC in Memphis uh, three-way playoff. I believe he beat um, Hideki Matsuyama and uh, Sam Burns and Sam, Sam Burns. Burns. Yeah, yeah. Um, in a in a in a playoff, um, big win for Abraham Answer. That's going to get him some some FedEx points. His first win, right? Yes, it's his
2: first yeah. it's his first, first win, win. first PGA yeah. win.
1: Yeah. Hey, so um, Bryson and English, they both went out in 33. And they came in in 40 and 41, respectively, right? So for all the casual Sunday, Saturday golfers who, uh, you know, blow up, I mean, the the good good guys do it also, right? It's just amazing how you can have such a great front nine and then just – and English was what? One shot off of being in the playoff. Yeah. Yeah, He he shoots at 39. He, he shoots at 39. He's in the playoff. 38.
0: Yeah, he didn't, didn't birdie yeah. the last hole. Yeah. Um, Siwoo Kim makes the rare
1: 13-3 back to um, back. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a bounce back back birdie, right? That is a bounce back birdie. Yeah, that that yeah. that's
0: at some point that's a tin cup right there. Um, him
1: and Naw took a picture together. I guess they're sharing a, a, a jet. And
2: yes, oh, I saw that. that
1: did something, Kevin Naw did something similar, and they they both poked fun of themselves like. Two guys flying in a plane home and one shot of 13, the other shot of 10. And we both followed up with a birdie or something like that. That's that's yeah. awesome. Um,
0: you guys see NBA today. Uh, Carmelo Anthony goes to the Lakers along with now LeBron, Jeez. Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook. Um, there's only one ball, right? Trevor Ariza. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah so wow. it's
0: going to be interesting. Look, I mean, there's been a lot of, you know, guys, look, let's, all three of us can probably say, wait, Dr- Dwight Howard, uh Carl Malone and Steve Nash are coming on the same team oh they're for sure gonna win and they didn't and there's been plenty of of all-star teams that didn't win at
1: least Between with the half, Warriors they they seem semi-homegrown right at least with the Warriors they seem like a lot yeah. of them from the ground up but
2: and they were still young the Warriors yeah. were still young when they did it right these yeah. guys at the average age of the Lakers I believe I read was 33 wow that's old so- in the NBA
0: yes yeah so let's let's see how attrition goes um what else in sports has caught your eye guys anything oh let's talk the olympics really quick because olympics wrapped up oh yeah uh congrats to the usa they not only win the medal count they win the gold medal count um came on strong at the end and obviously the sports that that we dominate in we won basketball men and women we won uh, a lot of track and field we won volleyball in the women's um swimming was you know todd florida gators swimming team was was dominant well represented yes. yeah Bob, bobby fink and caleb dressel uh,
2: some of the women um did fit- i share with you guys on a and the text string that if the, the gators were their own country they would have been seventh in medals <laughs>
1: that's pretty that's right. pretty cool yeah that's yeah. pretty cool
0: pretty impressive i i heard i did hear on on pat dooley's podcast i don't know if you listen to it but always good because he he brings on a lot of old school people that we know but um the heavener center the new football practice facility they're they're building you know uh they're on the corner um of university avenue um dan mullen told scott strickland who was a guest on his podcast last week he said in the entryway i want there to be all the gator greats up on the wall but i also want there to be all the i want there to be a list of all the gold medal winners from Mm. university of florida because I want our players to know that it's not just football; we're part of a legacy of mm. athletes at this school, and it's not just about football. They're part of that amazing legacy, but they are not by themselves the legacy. It's kind of cool the way the Scott theme, Strickland, if you will, yeah. yeah, the way Scott Strickland told it is he wants to have anyone who's who's a gold medal winner up on that wall as well, um, because that is part of the you know the legacy. So kind of cool.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So. Any other sports out there, boys? Any other things that you saw? Olympics head off to Paris in, in three years. Um, the Winter Olympics, I believe, next year in. It's Beijing, 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 okay, China.
2: Yeah.
0: Beijing. Yep. Yep. So, all right, let's let's uh, let's find out what you got this week. Mal, you're back home. My Tampa agent back in business. You took a couple days off. I'm sure your team watched your business the way no, they. they-
2: Always do. They got up, showed up and have been doing the work while I've been gone, which is uh, a blessing. Uh, I work with good people. Uh, and, uh, we had a, a couple of closings while I was gone. We have a couple of more that are under contract this week. Uh, uh, have a couple of leads, uh, and referrals that we've gotten over the past three or four days that will get started, uh, through the process on, uh, on, on Wednesday and, and Thursday. And, uh, just gonna get back and catch up on the things that we missed. It's, you know, as nice as it is to go away, Sean. I know you travel a lot. It's always nice to come back home. Uh, you know, and I consider myself incredibly blessed to be able to come back to where I come to and get to do what I get to do. Uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna get on the phone tomorrow and write a couple of handwritten notes to some family and some friends and and. And then I'm just gonna reach out to people who uh who who are just, you know, clients and friends and it's gonna be it's gonna be a good three days before uh before the weekend hits. Uh just catching up with people. You know, we had a uh Sarah Coker closed on her house last week and she's uh uh well before I left and she's moved she's moved in about eighty percent over the weekend and I've gotten a bunch of text messages from her. She's so excited, so I, looking forward to going over there and
0: she bought Bonnie's house.
2: I'm sorry. She bought that's, Bonnie's house. That's right. Correct. You met Sarah. Uh, correct. I, I forgot about that for a second there. So she's so, she's so pumped up that she's uh, you know, living in the house that she's living in and she can't wait for me to see it. So that's, I mean, we're lucky, man. That's cool. I mean, yeah. We're so lucky to do what we do and, and how we get to do it. And you know, that person who six months ago, I didn't even know, she could have fallen out of a tree onto my head and I wouldn't have known who she was. Now she's a friend of mine and uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, so that's what I'm going to do this week. I'm just going to kind of catch up a little bit on some of the things that I missed and revel in the fact that I get to live in beautiful Tampa Bay.
0: Now you epitomize the lyric people stopping strangers just to shake their hands. That's <laughs> yeah. That's you brother.
2: You know, I carp, I thought of you today. A Guy Ralph at the, at the airport when I bought the, when I bought the, the Dunkin' Donuts gift cards, uh, uh, I said, "I said thanks, Ralph. He goes, how do you know my name? I said, Ralph, you got it on your badge. And he goes, oh, thank you, sir. Said, You're welcome. Uh, now, nobody called him by his name all day, I'm guessing. All day, I, all day. I, and I, I said, thanks, Ralph. And how do you know my name, sir? Said, well, it's right there, bud. <laughs>
1: That's awesome. Like, do you money from craps or? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Dop D, what do you got coming up this week? Travel? Uh, no, in, in town this week. Uh, today we had a plant tour. We have a, um, a manufacturing uh, facility in Austell, Georgia, which if you know, it's right by Six Flags. Um, so do did that and then head to Macon for a little day trip on Thursday. And uh, tomorrow's just catch up. Um, uh, it's amazing how we got used to doing business a certain way um, for all those months. And um, now that we're back and, and pressing the flesh a little more, um, that work doesn't go away. You just got to reprioritize your time. And, and, uh, and time management is, is now more crucial than ever, in, in my opinion. Um, we got to go see people, but we also have to take care of the, uh, the other stuff. So looking forward to that. Um, looking forward to a, a great uh, uh, getting through the dog days. I consider preseason NFL kind of dog day-ish. But uh, Saturday morning, Friday afternoon. EPL starts, so we got some uh, meaningful meaningful soccer to watch. So, looking forward to doing that. Um, Sean, what about you? What's going on, man? So, uh, one more day at home.
0: Um, by the way, shout out to my daughter, Riley, who just secured her first teaching gig. I don't know to share it. I told you guys. She had an interview last week. Uh, she was offered the job as the in-house sub. In-house L- sub. Yeah, for, awesome. for the elementary school where she's been doing summer camp. Uh, so, super excited about that. Uh, we bring Ryan back to Mississippi state on Thursday, drive down to Starkville, move him into his apartment on Friday, um, and get him, you know, I'm excited to get down to Starkville and see just the vibe of the, of the school with a national championship in baseball. I'm, I'm guessing there's many signs and
1: banners and aren't know. they uh, top 25, 25th for preseason rank, or is that old Miss? I think that's old Miss. Yeah. Ole Miss. Okay. My bad. Ole Miss. Yep. Yeah. So, um, for,
0: but for baseball, uh, just going to be a cool vibe down there. And then, uh, And then travel home and then head off to big sky country. Uh see mom. Um mom had a fall this past week, broke her broke a bone in her foot. Uh, Oh no, okay. She's okay, but um anticipating that I'll be uh I'll be Aaron boy when I get out there. Uh, you know, but she's uh maybe no no big
1: walks, right? No walks, probably. Yeah, no big
0: walks, but she'll she'll still be a soldier and she'll ride to the bison range and glacier park and she'll she'll wanna still visit some local breweries because she doesn't want to disappoint her guests and uh Yep. So she's she's tough, and uh, lots of love was sent out to her uh, for for her, her birthday, and obviously for her anniversary with, with my dad last uh, last Sunday. So um, good week ahead, guys. Looking forward to it. Put a couple things in contract. Got some speaking gigs lined up. Gonna be a good year ahead. So listen, we miss Billy. Uh, Bill, I hope ha- having fun in, in Austin. Uh, we'll see you next week. On behalf of Todd and Anthony, I'm Sean Carpenter. Thanks for listening to the Stairdown.